it's Laura. Welcome to Spirituality Unpacked, episode number 16 already. Holy cow. So I try to do two of these a week. Um, this week, um, today, we're going to talk about cycle breakers. So I'm going to let everybody catch up on the book. We're going to do another episode of something different, and then we'll go back to the book again on Monday uh, for chapter five or six, something like that. Anyway, for today, we're going to talk about cycle breakers and cycle breaking because most of the people around me are breaking cycles. Um, whether it is just in the current reality, just in their current lifetime in their family, or whether they're aware of past life cycles that they've brought with them into this lifetime, um, that they're also breaking. Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much awareness you have or don't have around the cycles that are around you, you are probably consciously trying to break those. So when we start that process, it kind of looks like we're being rebels. It kind of looks like we're, we're uh, really doing our own thing. Um, it can appear kind of selfish sometimes um, because we sort of are doing our own thing, recognizing that there's going to be, and especially in my case, recognizing that there's going to be consequences to it and sort of making the people around us deal with it. Why do we make them deal with it? Because we know where that gets us to. We understand that if we break the cycle, it ends up being better for everybody. But the thing is, is you have to get to there first, right? Like that's, that's the fun part is you got to get to there. And so you do things that other people don't necessarily understand, but you do them because you know that you have to do them in order to break the cycle. Right? So for me in the lack story, that's just sort of not paying bills. <laughs> For, for me, that's what it was. It was just sort of not doing things, not fixing it, not solving the problems, just allowing things to happen, allowing what was going to happen to happen and being okay with it. There's some short-term pain in that, or at least there can be when you do that. But then the long-term goal is that there, there is no more issue, right? And y'all know because you've been around me long enough, most of you are aware that I've been doing this for years, right? So there's both a conscious and an unconscious aspect to this, right? So when I started this process, it was unconscious, right? I, I wasn't consciously aware that I was breaking cycles. I just knew that there was a problem that I wanted to try to fix, right? And so it looked like getting getting different, trying to get different jobs. It looked like starting a computer business that really amplified the cycle. And then it looked like seven years ago when I quote unquote woke up, right? When I became conscious of things, the first teacher I found when I woke up was Abraham Hicks. And if you've ever listened to Abraham Hicks, you know 
that they sort of stay in the on the lighter side of things. They don't talk about the pain. They don't talk about the trauma. They just talk sort of really positively about ask, believe, receive kind of advice, right? So it's all, if you can get out of your wonky thinking and you can be okay and you can be happy, then you can create anything you want. Life is good. But with that being my first experience of sort of this idea of spirituality, these, these concepts of your thoughts and beliefs and feelings affect your life and, and, and reflect in the outside world. And with that being my first experience of all of those ideas, it quickly got me onto this idea that if I could fix what was going on inside of me, that was the key to correcting the lack cycle that was obvious in my life. Well, that's great. But <laughs> Abraham Hicks didn't, didn't work for me because of course I had a past life cycle that I had brought in. I, I had all of these things going on. I had pain and experience and, and, and trauma kind of stuff, right? And so I couldn't just ask, believe, receive because I had all these other things happening. I had a lot of wonky beliefs that I had to deal with. I had a lot of unworthiness that I had to work through. I had a lot of things that I had to go through in order to get to a place where I could even manifest a coffee, right? I, I had work to do. And so it was sort of that process of, well, okay, Abraham Hicks isn't gonna work right now because I gotta go do all this other stuff. So then it's going off and finding other teachers that are actually talking about pain and trauma so that I can figure out how to move through all of these wonky ideas and how to fix all of these crazy beliefs that I had and to deal with the pain and the trauma that I was experiencing. And that's what I, what the process has been. We're now seven years past that. And I'm still working out the wonky habits. Broke the cycle. I broke the cycle in May. That was the cycle. I cut it. Boom. Done. And I've been working since May to figure out all the crazy habits and, and, and weirdness that I, as the human being, still do in response to those triggers so that I can get out of them, right? So I'm going to use the analogy here because Harry Potter to me is really cool because the analogies to what we do in, in spiritual circles or, or it, whether J.K. Rowling knew what she was doing, what she was talking about or not, doesn't matter. The simple fact is, is that, that those, those movies, those books really are beautiful analogies for how we, how we create and what actually happens in the world. And so for me right now, it, it kind of feels like I just got my shiny new wand and I have to figure out how to use it. And it's like, is this thing on? And you kind of wave it around and nothing happens, right? How does this work? What do you do, right? Learning to ride a bike, same thing. You get on it and you have to consciously think about how to balance and, and how to figure out how to stay upright so you don't fall off all the time, right? You have to put conscious effort into it. But then after a while, of course, you, when you get on your bike, you just ride it and you're not putting conscious effort into staying upright or staying on it. You're just pedaling and you're enjoying the, the scenery and you're, you're having a good time. And it's kind of that. 
except now it's not bike riding. Now it's like the, the new shiny new wand and it's figuring out how the thing works. So it's, that's, this, this is the part where we understand our power, right? This is the part where you understand the control that you have in your life, right? So when you're breaking cycles, you stop the pattern. So you stop that wheel, you hit the off button, you recognize it and you quit it, right? You stop the pattern. But then there's all kinds of behaviors, human behaviors that we have, habits basically, right? They're habits that we have in response to those triggers. And so we, then we have to break that too. So it's not just the cycle itself. We also have to break ourselves of habit, of, of all the habits around those cycles. So if you get into a bad habit, when you learn something new, if you take on bad habits around that, right? It limits your ability to be successful with that thing. So you have to become aware of the habits. What habits do I have? Where is this showing up in my life? And what can I do? How do I break myself of all of these? How do I get rid of all of these habits? And that's it, right? So when you're, when you're, if you're Harry Potter, and you're figuring out how to use the wand, you have to get the movement right. You have to understand what you're doing, right? And you don't want to get into bad habits with the wand because you'll blow things up, right? <laughs> Accidentally. It's that, right? So it's, it's making sure that when you learn that new skill, that new thing, that you don't take on those bad habits, right? That we have a tendency to fall into as humans. So, Cycle breaking kind of comes in phases, right? So the first phase is just being aware that there's even a pattern there to begin with. The second part then is, is, is breaking the energy of the cycle, right? So, so you break the cycle because you sort of consciously stop doing the thing that perpetuates it, right? Which in my case was just fixing it. And then you have to break the habit of it because the cycle keeps happening, right? So we talk about this idea of lag time between what I think and what shows up, right? Lag time is good, right? I'd have an elephant in the middle of my living room right now if, if there wasn't lag time. But attaching to this idea that we need a lot of lag time to create things puts everything way into the future. If you think about it, it throws everything into the future. It kicks the can down the road. It sends everything forward. Because if you get into the human, logical, rational idea that, well, if I want this, it's going to take me six months to create it, then you push things six months down the road. But is that true? So the question is, can I manifest quicker than that? Can I do it faster? Does there have to be this huge lag time to create what I want? And the short answer is no. It's only the belief that you need lag time <laughs> that creates that. 
You could do it much quicker. But you have to get out of the idea that it takes a long time. Right? There's benefits to lag time, right? It keeps the elephant out of the middle of your living room. But there's also a disadvantage to lag time in that it pushes things into the future that don't necessarily need to be pushed that far into the future. Right? Is it possible that I can manifest quicker than what I believe I can? And that's the question we should be asking ourselves, right? You know, I need money for school. Right? Well, school is what it is. If it takes a year or five years or whatever, school is what it is, right? But the I need money part is something that doesn't have to be pushed way into the future. It's, it's something that you can do more immediately, right? But there's this belief that we need months or years to save up this money to do the thing, right? And that's what creates... That's what pushes it into the future, is the idea that it takes forever, right? But maybe that's not true. Maybe there's ways to do it faster. Maybe we just need to find those ways. Maybe we need to get rid of the belief that says that it should take a long time. And then what does that look like, right? So my own pattern of lack showed up again last night. And I wrote a little blog about it. It appeared again last night. And so now it was like, okay, now what? Right? And because I've broken the cycle, and because I no longer really respond to, to that trigger, even though it's there, I'm not really doing anything about it, right? I didn't do anything with it. I do what I always do when, when stuff happens in my life. A, I write a blog, but B, I pull cards, right? So immediately I pull cards. Well, it was like, well, you have the wand in your hand, just wave it. Snap, crackle, pop, rice krispies, right? It'll happen fast. You can, you can create immediately if you want to, right? And, and that's where that analogy of, like, is this thing on? Does this wand work? That's what that is. It's, oh, I can create quickly if I choose to. For me, and now it's figuring out, okay, how do I use this fancy new power that I have? Right? How do I create more immediately? Right? Screw wonky beliefs around it should take however long it should take, right? What's actually true? Right? How do I how do I wave the magic wand to make things actually happen now? Without needing to wait, without having human time timelines be a thing. Right? That's what we're learning right now. That's what this little trigger's for is to get me to figure out how to weave the wand, right? So then, well, what happens? So in my world, because this is what I do, right? My life happens so that I can help you, right? 
my life happens so I can help you. So when my life happens, I share with you what's going on. So that's me learning. Is this thing on? Right? Does this work? And then when it happens, then you get the next block. Oh, this is what it did. Right? This is what happened. And then when I figure it out after the fact, right? I won't call it mastery because it's not. It's just sort of I did a thing. Right? Oh, now I get it here. Right? So you see me in that progression and you watch me do it. And I do it openly. I do it publicly. It's, it's, it's out here, right? <laughs> but that's it. My whole life is geared to that. Everything that I do is geared to that, right? My, my entire teaching career revolved around those ideas of learning it and teaching it almost simultaneously within the same, within the same few minutes, within the same breath learning and teaching at the same time. My whole career revolved around that. Now I do it consciously and intentionally. It wasn't always doing it consciously. I was consciously and intentionally. I was often just talked into it, which is fine. It works fine because I can do that. But now I do it and I do it consciously and I do it intentionally. And I want to do it because this is the whole thing. My whole life purpose and and the path that I'm on is this entire process of me learning, showing you the learning, showing you, oh, look, I figured out how to do it. And then coming back after and saying, okay, here's what I now know. That's, that's it right there. So what have I learned about breaking cycles? We do it consciously and unconsciously. We do it unconsciously when we try to fix problems. And it doesn't matter what the problem is, right? It it doesn't matter what the problem is. It doesn't matter if it's people pleasing or, you know, disempowerment. It doesn't matter if it's unworthiness. It doesn't matter if it's bills. It doesn't matter what the problem is. There's the unconsciously sort of fixing problems. And then with awakening, with spiritual awareness, we become conscious of the pattern. We recognize it. And then we start to ask the questions around, okay, what do I need to do to remove this pattern from my life? How do I break this cycle? Right? And that's what spiritual awareness does, is it gives you that. It allows you to say, okay, I have control, right? Because it's something we're not taught generally, that we have control, but we have control. So then when you realize you have control, then you go, oh, okay, how do I use that, (laughs) right? How do I use that to break it? And it's a matter of not fixing the outside world, but changing your own behavior and your own response to whatever the trigger is. That's what it is. It's a matter of changing your own response to whatever the trigger is. Right? So in my case, in Cycles of Lack, it was just not fixing it, not paying the bill, not not descending into worry and fear and stress, not 
panicking, not, not responding really at all, kind of ignoring it, right? And then, then what's next, right? Well, then I have to get the energy right. Then I have to break the patterns and the habits of, of thought for myself. So even if, if I'm ignoring it, if the energy in the background isn't right, nothing happens, right? So the energy has to be correct. So I have to, I have to deal with it. It's, again, it's still in here. I'm still not fixing anything out here. It's still all in here. Okay, what's the energy feel like? And I talked about that the other day. It was motivation and momentum. It was getting the energy right. Doing only works when the energy behind it is good. So I got to fix the energy. Right? So if the energy is lack or not enough or not good enough, if the energy is wonky, then the rest doesn't work either. The doing is pointless. So even that inspired idea, even the intuition that comes in that tells you what to do, if, if you don't fix the energy behind that, it won't work for you. You got to get the energy right. So you got to get out of that feeling of lack, the feeling of fear, the feeling of worry, the, the efforting that we want to do. We got to get out of that. And then it starts to work after that once you get the energy figured out. Right? So conscious awareness of, okay, this is the cycle and I'm breaking it, right? And there's all kinds of patterns, dozens, hundreds of them out there. This is the cycle that I'm working through or cycles, right? This is, the, here's the trigger. Here's my normal response. I'm not doing that anymore. Right? And that's hard. That's hard. That's a lot of sitting on the hands. That's hard, right? And then after you get through that, right, you have that sort of, that's almost a tower moment, like tarot tower, right? Like crash, crumble, things, lightning hits and things blow up, right? So that's a little bit of a tower moment. Then after that, you got to get your energy right and you got to have the ability to sort of walk away from the rubble that is the tower that blew up. And that's the process of cycle breaking. And that can take months. That can take years, right? I've been struggling with this for a long time, both consciously and unconsciously, right? Unconsciously trying to get jobs that paid better and things like that, right? But then consciously, oh, it's me. I have to fix me. It's, it's in here. Okay, I got to do the work. All right, right? The difference in awareness. And you're all cycle breakers. Everybody that is around me is a cycle breaker of some kind. Whether you're doing it knowingly or unknowingly, it doesn't matter. But you're, you are breaking cycles just by your own awareness, just by being on a spiritual path. You are naturally breaking cycles of trauma and pain in your life, whatever that looks like for you. Right? So give yourself credit for the work that you do. Because even when it doesn't feel like it, just the simple fact that you're aware of it and you're trying to deal with it is massive. So take the credit where you get it. And give yourself credit for making the effort to try. 
And then the other piece of that is what it looks like to the outside world. Because when we're breaking cycles, it can look, and, and certainly in my case, it looks a little, a little selfish. Because there's this thing where I get back, well, just get a job. Well, but I'd re-victimize myself. I'd perpetuate the cycle. I wouldn't get to where I want to go. It solves nothing. That doesn't fix it. So when I just sort of go blanket, no, I'm not getting a job, that looks kind of selfish. It's not because I understand what happens beyond that. I understand that it's not about the here and now. I, I understand the future, right? The awareness goes beyond just right now. <laughs> it extends out, right? So I understand that the future is going to allow me to not have to do this at all, right? It is. It creates something different. It removes the pattern. It removes the worry. It removes the stress. It removes the fear. It removes all of those things. And then I have the capacity now to give back, right? So here's this fill your own cup first. Okay, well, when you break cycles, guess what? You are essentially filling your own cup first. By stopping the pattern... And healing yourself, that's filling your own cup. You're doing it, right? The give back part is once the cycle is broken and a new pattern has been created in your life, that's better than what you left behind. So you've leveled up and it's in your reality. It's showing up in your experience now. Okay, cool. Now I can give from there. I'm in a better place. And everybody around you, consequently, is also in a better place. Whether they're aware of what you did or not. They won't see it like that if they don't have awareness. So if you have somebody around you you can have that conversation with, that's cool. For most of us, we don't. So what does that look like? Well, it looks like them just seeing things improve, but not understanding why. Not understanding what's different. Or maybe even objecting to the change outright. Not liking it because familiar pain is better than unfamiliar pain. Right? So that's what it looks like. So that's all part of being able to block out what's going on around you. Understanding that people just project their own stuff. That's cool. Let them do that. Don't take it on because it's going to stop you from moving forward. And then do it anyway. <laughs> do it anyway so that you can create that new reality for yourself and ultimately also for the people around you. Everybody benefits eventually when you fill your own cup to overflow. Whatever that means, whatever the cycle is that you're you're dealing with and you're breaking for yourself. It doesn't matter what it is. I can share mine, but you already know it, right? Whatever that cycle is, eventually you fill your own cup to overflowing and then you give back. Well, that's what a cycle break does, right? It's really selfish to start because it's all in here and it looks wonky because you stop responding to the outside, outside world trigger you stop responding the way people expect you to. So it looks selfish. It looks like you don't care. It looks like all kinds of things. 
but really you're breaking the cycle so that you can then turn around and give. And then that thing no longer happens anymore, right? Or if it is happening, you're just whatever to it, right? You're not responding. And eventually it stops happening and everybody around you becomes better off. And that's the point. That's what cycle breaking does. That's what it is. That's how it looks. And it looks ridiculous to the people around you. They think you're nuts. That's okay. Let them think you're nuts. Because there's benefit to that. That they may not see. But you do because you have that awareness. You're paying attention. You're following your intuition. You're listening to your, your guides. You're doing the thing. So you understand the benefit. If I break the cycle, you get to feel better. Cool. As I learn, you get to learn from me. There's another cycle. So my entire life is that. That's a good thing. Right? We want that. You want what comes from breaking the cycle because it's better. It's going to feel better to you. You're going to be happier. The people around you are going to be happier. And that's what you want. But you have to get through the part where you look selfish. And some of these people are going to leave. It's just how it works. Some of these people aren't going to put up with it. <laughs> they aren't gonna they aren't gonna tolerate it and they're gonna be like screw this and I'm out of here cool then they weren't meant to come with you for the next part of the journey and that's okay too right so just like expired milk we let we let it go right when when the relationship ends it ends good enough we let it go we don't hold on right that's the process. But then when you let people go, when you let things go, when you do that, you make space for new and then new comes in and you have people now that see you in that new version of you that doesn't have all that other crap, right? That broke the cycle and hey, cool, look, right? Now you have people that get you on a whole different level and that's fun. But you did that by making room for them, by letting go of the things and people that wanted to go, that you were done with. And acknowledging that and acknowledging that that is part of the cycle, that that whole thing is part of the part of the package. It all goes together, right? We, th we like to compartmentalize and think things are separate, but they're not. It all goes together. The lack story that I've been telling for years goes into my career, goes into my relationships, goes into everything, right? It goes full circle through my life. So it's not just about breaking the, 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 the money issues, right? It's everything. It all comes together. It's not first I fix this piece over here and then I do this and the, it's the whole thing. And chances are good for you. It's not just this, it's everything in your life. 
And that means that you have to have the willingness to allow what's going to happen to happen. And watch how it ripples through all of the other aspects of your life while it's happening. Right? Watching all of those other aspects of your life to see what happens. Right? And that's huge. That's huge. Right? That's a big deal. So I think I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so, so much for listening. Um, yeah, on Monday, we will start with the next chapter in um, The Emotional Truth. Uh, shameless plug, um, How to Be a Spiritual Misfit is 99 cents on Amazon right now. Um, so grab that. And I will um, talk to you on Monday with the next chapter in the book. Have a good one. Bye for all. Bye for now.